Hey, this is episode number 10 of the Obsessive Creative Podcast. This is a community of relentless creators, and here we talk about what it's like to be compelled and obsessed to create things that matter. And of course, we stay away from stressful things like Instagram, taxes, and business development. I'm your host, Luke Cleland, and this week I'm really excited to share a conversation I had with Karen Shipper, wife of Ben Shipper, who we had on a few weeks ago. Uh, She is an illustrator and art director in Greenville, South Carolina, and I'm really excited uh, to share our conversation together. Karen, thanks thanks for being here. Yeah, happy to be here. So, Karen, um, tell us a little bit about like what you do now and kind of what was your journey into doing what you're doing now? Yeah, so right now I am a art director at Fairview Lane, which is a full service agency in um, Greenville, South Carolina. But then on the side, I also run a stationary business and I do freelance illustration and design. So I think that, yeah, we were talking about this like moments ago, is like you are the like opposite of Ben, right? Ben has been doing like, while his style has changed a little bit, like has changed over the years, right? But like he has been doing like this one thing and the reason why I thought it would be great to talk to you is because I feel like very similar to you in the same way where we have tried so many different things in the creative world, like, and I think we're always kind of like have our eye on something different. Um, and so tell yeah. us a little bit about that, like how different you are um, from Ben. And if you haven't listened to Ben's episode, <laughs> you should go back. It's Anne of Green Gables, Star Wars, and something else. But um, I, yeah, I think that's why it makes a great partnership between Ben and I, even though we probably get into a lot of fights and, um, <laughs> can't work on the same projects because we just have different visions which is completely okay because I mean what's better than iron sharpening iron right and your growth but Ben is definitely like he's a comic um creator he makes graphic novels he illustrates them and writes the stories and it's he's always known that he wanted to make stories basically it took him a like a little it was always like one step at a time basically towards like a bigger goal whereas for me I'm always thinking like oh this could be a really cool idea let me try something like that and then like if that flows into something like um a lot like interesting for me then I'll like dig my feet like deeper into that I going to college actually had no idea that I wanted to do design actually um I went into when I enrolled into college, I was thinking, oh, I love like people, I love like humans. So I'm going to do like people relations or, you know, PR or HR because they both have people or humans in it. Yeah, not knowing that. I mean, that's not what I mean. It's kind of about humans, but there's also a lot. Anyway, it was not what I wanted to do. Um, But (laughs) my childhood has always been Art has been the one thing consistent that I've always done. I grew up in Hong Kong, and um, I had um, pretty typical Asian parents, um, Chinese parents, and I did a lot like karate, learned Japanese, you know, like Chinese school, just all of the above. Um, But at the same time, um, yeah, art has always been the one thing that's been in my life, and I've always enjoyed it. And so... I was considering like what major to go into. I remember talking to my dad who's 
has his own business, and my mom helps him with that too, and they've always ran their own business growing up, and I was like, what's gonna make me money, you know, and he was like, don't go into something because of money, go into something because you love it, and I was like, I don't know what I love, like, and I think a lot of times, like, I still, like, go into that, I was like, what do I really love, like, I don't really know, but so I was like, well, I know art, and I at least, like, if it's the one thing consistent in my life, I feel like it couldn't, like, go horrible. And so I was like, well, I'll try, like, graphic, I'll try graphic design. But I didn't even know how to turn on, like, a Mac. Like, I had to ask a person next to me, like, where is the dang on button for this thing? <laughs> um, so, but then, thankfully, like, it turned out to be great. And, like, I love, like, I love the, like, strategy behind design and the communication behind design. But then since, like, design has so much to do with, like, on the computer these days. I mean, there's sure there's people who do it, like, analog or whatever and are more of artists behind that. But then, like, the art side, like, working with my hands and, like, creating, like, illustrations has always been so, like, um, just, like, deep within me. And so I've just continued to dabble in that. So after graduating, I was doing graphic design. I was a junior graphic designer. And then at my day job, I was not completely fulfilled in like in that creative side. And so on the side, I would be lettering or <clears throat> just trying out different techniques of stuff. And then started a card business with a friend of mine. And and then I would say, like, throughout college, it was like, okay, what's the next step that, like, is going to help me to stay creatively fulfilled in the sense of, like, um, I don't know, there was, it wasn't like, I loved the people that I worked with, but I always knew that, like, I, you know, you see online and you're like, I'm not part of these design communities or this, these artist communities, but, like, I love what they're doing and I know, like, I can, like, that's what like rejuvenates me you know and so it's like you can't help yourself but like get into those like you want to get into that kind of like art forms and I think that's like the yeah you kind of like find your people like that kind of like signals like if you're in the right area right you're like oh right these these people are like like me they like they like think the same way and they do these things that are like (laughs) different than other people and that kind of like draws you in right And, like, they're the people that, like, challenge you and, like, they want you to keep, like, getting better. Whereas, like, sometimes, like, in my day job, I would, like, come to, like, a, you know, after a couple months or so, I'll be, like, okay, like, how do I continue growing? And if I'm, like, hitting a wall at my work, then I would go to my side business a lot of times or, like, whatever my side thing is during that time. Um, And so I would say, like, just, like, so I've graduated 2013 and it's been what seven gosh seven seven eight years now and so um yeah just like during this whole time like I've dabbled in a kind of a lot so before I took this art director job at Fairview Lane who which is like an amazing company and the people who work there have like are so challenging and so good at what they do and um it really has been a huge blessing but at the same time um like before that before I decided to go back into a workplace because I miss people a lot, um, hence people relations. <laughs> um, yeah, I was freelancing for two years before that with, um, and working from home. And during that time, it really like kind of like helped hone in on like, what are the things I do enjoy and what are the things that 
like just like doing design and illustration at the same time like how do I see that as like a unit as opposed to um as opposed to a dichotomy of like fields like it doesn't I think in, in a lot of times like we're thinking like all these different fields and like cre- the creative like journey are different buckets and sure there are I mean it's definitely good to like just have one thing that like you're continually like mastering your craft in, but at the same time it's like um all of this can be seen as in a way as like your creative journey your life you know like it's yeah yeah I think and we've had this conversation a lot I think like because I think I'm so, like I feel like I'm a perfectionist and I have and I see these different um kind of desires or whatever creative like little paths that I want to take saying seeing them as a dichotomy I think that's the right word like different right like I seeing them yeah. as like different paths and I can't take them all so like I feel trapped and I right. think you as you kind of go on your journey I think it's I've started to see that more as oh that's that's like my version of like you know what I can offer people or what I can offer the mm-hmm. creative world like it's the difference that I like you know that I like these different I like these three different things as opposed to like someone else who likes these three different things right right and that right. that makes you yeah the like particular person that's what makes you different while I feel like for a lot of years it was easy to see those things as like the problems like I like yeah. these two things and I don't like they can't be on the same website like how can I put these and this is, we've had lots of conversations of like how do I like put this photo for me it's like oh I like I have these like really conceptual photos that are like what like very conceptual but then I also do wedding photography so like how can I how can I like bring those things together right like it seems impossible mm-hmm. yeah no I I'm totally with you I mean yeah we've had so many conversations about this but um yeah and I would say it, like, for the longest time, I did see, like, design and illustration as a dichotomy. Like, I would be so, like, with the labels, like, am I a designer and am I an illustrator, you know? And, like, and I'm sure, like, even, you know, you as a photographer, designer, whatever, a podcaster, YouTuber, whatever. But then, like, I think we get hung up on these labels so much. It's like, who is our identity? Like, I'm I'm more than just an illustrator, hopefully. I'm more than just a designer. Like I'm a wife, I'm a sister, I'm a daughter, I'm and like I think once I started realizing like, okay, like my work doesn't define who I am and it's more like who I am defines my work, you know? Um and like who I am is basically like the the like history of me. Like as you were saying, like is it like it's what I thought were my weaknesses. Like for growing up, I was like, I don't know if I'm like Chinese or am I American or Western, you know? Like I grew up in Hong Kong, but I spent some time in Canada and I can't speak Cantonese like fully and I can't speak English like <laughs> like, like American, you know? So it's like married to American, my family's still in Hong Kong, you know? And then I'd get so frustrated and I'm like, just tell me like who I'm supposed to be, you know? Um, but then um, once, like, and likewise for, like, the art, like, it's, like, um, I love illustrating, but, like, I don't want to, you know. So it's just, like, all these things that, like, I feel like I put these labels on myself. And then once I, like, started, like, 
I don't know, realizing that like my identity really is shouldn't be like grounded in like my work, you know, um, my work doesn't define me. If it does, it would really be pretty devastating in a way because there are days when you're going to come up and you're going to not show up at your work and do the best like illustration or design possible or something falls short. So if that falls short, then does that mean like I'm a failure? Like, um, and likewise, like, um, if I'm a wife and that day I like don't know what to cook or something like, or I mean, not that like a wife is supposed to cook. Like I love cooking and that's why I use that as an analogy, but it's like, if I make a crappy meal, like, does that mean I'm crappy? Like, no, like, um, so I think like in that sense, like, realizing that art and life really like it kind of works in tangent which is so beautiful I think and like I think that's why it's like um it's so it's um seeing that as a whole and working together like in that sense of like you know like if I go on a walk like being able to take a break and like enjoy nature or enjoy like walking and talking with like my husband like that actually informs some of my work too, you yeah. know. So I don't, I don't remember where I heard this, but I, I'm trying to remember. I was thinking about this just yesterday, and it was someone talking about like you always need to be able to hate your work a little bit because if mm. you don't, if you can't get to the end of week and be like, oh, I just want to like be out of here. I just want to be done with this thing right now. If you, if you, if you're always like too in love with your work there's probably like some type of an identity problem like you're feeling like you can never hate your work because that's yourself and like if you hate mm. your work you hate yourself and so if you can't detach yourself a little bit from your work letting your work be your work and not who you are completely um yeah then it's it's too precious right it's like the like letting your your project or whatever be the baby like you can't like if you mm-hmm. can't hurt your baby well that's terrible like an idea <laughs> but if you can't like hurt your project you can't throw it out and redo it again then you've gotten too close to it and too precious to it um and yeah. i was even thinking like i don't know back like in back in graphic design school is like every project we had you would have to go around and sit in front of the whole class and they would tell you what they didn't like think was good about your project and think was good like what was good and what was bad about your project like oh you could like you know not do these like freaky squeegee and bubbles or whatever that is right like uh (laughs) you have like but if you can't like if everything has to be perfect yeah you'll never grow like you'll yeah you have such a close identity between who you are as like i am a like i'm a photographer and if i can't figure out you know, all of these buckets within being a photographer, then it feels so overwhelming that mm-hmm. you, I don't know which way to go forward anymore. Like, yeah. Um, um, and it's like so much more liberating actually to think yourself like more than just like your occupation too. It's like, um, like you've like, if you're constantly just thinking about like, Oh, how do I like draw better? Or how do I take a better photo? Like, I don't think that actually helps like you do that thing better. I mean, sure, there's techniques, but then like it's like if you actually like see more as like as a holistic like person, like how do I become better? You know, like how do I continue growing like that? Like you're actually seeing like life and like you want to document that and you want to tell a story because of like what you're 
what you're enjoying in life or like what you're experiencing in life. It might not be enjoying even like it might be because you're having like depression and anxiety, but like that's part of your story and like that actually creates content for your work. And so um, I think like being able to like lean into that too of like, yeah, just seeing that as that actually does grow you and is part of it and right like experiencing life like will let you make better work like but if you're always super focused on like you know like i have to like grow this business i have to like i have to take better photos then you're like you don't go out for a walk and you don't experience those things that you can like draw inspiration from like yeah i think even you know myself as a photographer i've realized like even like part of that like identity you know thing i feel so like like stuck to like i have to like work from nine to like five i can't work from like 10 to six or like (laughs) 11 to like eight or whatever like uh because then my like like all my structure gets like thrown off right and so but realizing that like it, it feels weird for me to like you know you know, you like including inspiration, like walks or inspiration experiences for me as part of work seems crazy to me. Like it doesn't feel like I'm working. Like it's, I I can't waste time and go to like the art gallery. Like that's like wasting Mm -hmm. time. I need to like be productive (laughs) and like do things. But the problem is like, if you're a creative person and especially I think if you lean on the side of like, I don't have this like out like I don't have this lane that I'm like just chipping away at every day like Mm -hmm. I have a pretty broad range of like like you said like oh I'm doing like lots of photos but I'm also like dabbling like I'm in podcasts and I like I like to make videos as well and if I like if I don't have that inspiration that I need then I can't like accomplish and do any of the things that I want because I'm so focused on like like you said I'm so focused at like the task instead of like the process of like Mm -hmm. enjoying the whole process of like being a person and like (laughs) gathering inspiration from all areas of life yeah yeah definitely and like um i mean as your podcast title or whatever name is obsessive creative i guess like the community of like being obsessive creative i guess um it's like you do need that community. It's not just in isolation, hence why you're um, interviewing me, I guess. (laughs) Um, But then, uh, yeah, like just, I feel like especially right now in like this time during the pandemic, um, I felt so much of that monotony and it's like even going out for a walk and like having a Zoom call with someone or um, like that has been a lifesaver. Like, I can like sure I can sit at a desk and like continue to like work and like you know eight to five nine to seven or whatever it is and but then it's like I'm definitely like feeling like the like like the drag of it of like just um having like you do need to like I mean right now I mean stay at home is the great thing to do but then like if you live in the suburb suburban area you know like going for a walk like that seriously it's a lifesaver and um 
seeing a neighbor from you know across the street like yeah like those pushing kind of yourself things, like, to like and i think I, I love the idea of how you were talking about like how can i always be growing or like pushing myself and i and often that's by doing uncomfortable things like doing things that are outside of the normal routine that you're super yeah like safe in um, and even yeah. like right now, it's best to stay at home, but even going for a walk or going like the other direction instead of the same direction oh. that you go every time, right? <laughs> Seriously, which is amazing, actually. Like we do that every once in a while and it's just like, whoa, I've seen so much more, like even the other side of the house is so much more interesting than like, <laughs> um, yeah, but. So how do you think, yeah, so know. kind of going back to like community, how has community kind of shaped your yeah, your little path from from going from trying, you know, different things within yeah. your creative career. Hmm. It's um, a good question. Um, I mean, a lot of times when I like when I do have a full time job and um, I still want to like do something creative, I guess I end up talking to a lot of like local people. Like our local Greenville community is amazing. They are you know a lot of them are small business owners a lot of them are artists and it's been um just like even talking to them and like hearing like hey what do you guys need like how can I help you guys um but then also thinking like who like on like my online community which is a huge but there is you know like um what are people like I I don't know I guess I'm I'm pretty people oriented in the sense of like I I can't work alone. Like I need like human interaction, and so like um, I'm more of an extrovert than an introvert, I would say. But and so it's like, how can I create art that will bring like that will help people relate or like help bring a smile to their face or bring some kind of joy? And so it's like, I think a lot of times it's like, what what do I need and what and therefore, my community probably also needs that in a way, you know, like, um, and in that sense, it's like, just, just thinking locally and thinking, um, in kind of like your immediate, like, spheres, like, I think that has really informed my art, and, um, and you need those people to kind of, like, keep, like, pushing you, too, it's like, uh, you need the friends that, like, and, um, to like encourage you because like when you are kind of yeah in a dead space I don't know like you like get so focused on yourself like yeah that you yeah it creates this kind of like endless loop that you can't get out of (laughs) right it's like it's so easy to like get in these like oh yeah endless spaces of like oh am I this person or this person should I do this project or is it like oh is that too weird is that too freaky and like bringing (laughs) someone in or just like explaining it to them can like kind of break that endless cycle that you have um yeah and it's like oh you actually like this actually makes sense to someone oh cool (laughs) like (laughs) it's so easy to think that your own voice is boring or your perspective is uninteresting or your um your collection of experiences and attributes like is like it's not that special but the fact that we don't have the same attributes makes anything Mm -hmm. that you say kind of new and interesting to me and i think that's that's the amazing thing about community is like the more you 
the more voices you bring into a room or a conversation, you immediately have new perspectives because like, even though both of us, I live in Canada and you spent some time in Canada, we have very different experiences. Um, yeah. And I think that's the crazy thing about community is that people can bring such like, even if they've had the same life as you, they can bring so such a different perspective. Um, right. Than what you have. Definitely. I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, even Ben and I, like, we live in the same house. Our life is prob- probably, like, we do the same thing. I mean, sure, like, he didn't grow up with my childhood. Our childhood were, like, pretty, like, drastically different. But um, the fact that, like, even when we're doing, like, the same thing, it's, like, what I'm saying, sometimes he'll be, like, you know what I said is exactly what you just said. I'm just saying, like... But we have, like, just completely different way of, like, communicating or, like, our perspectives are different and therefore we communicate different. And, or, like, we're watching the same show or listening to the same podcast. What sticks to him? I'm, like, you, like, I'm, like, you just got stuck in the beginning of this podcast and, like, I'm already, like, further down. And, like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm happy that you're learning from this part, but I'm, like, I want you to hear this, like, section. But he's, like, what's what's wrong with, like, What's wrong with, like, being, not wrong, but, like, like it's great that there is things that impact one, what you say or, like, what um, you hear, like, those stick to different people so differently. And, like, and then from there, it's, like, as you synthesize together as a like, community, too, it's, like, that's beautiful because you get to, like, enjoy even like the same thing in very different ways and then like seeing how that plays out. I don't know. Yeah. Well, like what would you say to, um, this is going back a little bit, but like what would you say to like an earlier Karen or someone else, oh, a different Karen that like has no idea, like doesn't know which direction or feels like it's like, am I an illustrator? Am I a graphic designer? Am I a photographer? <laughs> like uh, what do you say to those people? Because also from from the outside looking at you, like, you, like, and this is often the case with people who feel conflicted, is, like, it looks so unified, right? Like, mm-hmm. it looks like, oh, wow, like, Karen has, like, it looks like she's just, like, nailing this. Like, she, like, she knows exactly where she's going. Like, she doesn't, like, have all these different, like, like loves or whatever. Like, yeah. what would you say to someone that, like, has that similar kind of feeling? Oh, man. Um... That's such a hard question because, I mean, I was just thinking, like, as we're talking during this podcast, I was like, you've seen, like, how I was, like, five, six years ago, and even, like, two years ago, I feel like, but, like, I feel, I don't know, I it's, you know, we sound so put together on, like, things, or, like, on a website, or, like, on Instagram, it's, like, I don't know you have that Instagram life or whatever but it's like of course like everything's curated and like um you I mean why would you put like you almost I mean I think some people are better I wish I was better at it like putting like your messes and your processes on there I would say to a young Karen I think there was a lot of like like doubt I guess like I just never like really had confidence in myself um not that I like have it to 100% I don't think anybody should have like confidence to 100% I don't think that's helpful um but then like at the same time it's like to learn things it takes time you know and like 
meaning you will like fall and you will like um just not understand things like talking to and like, you will it's start almost... really bad projects and then they yes. will fail miserably <laughs> ben and i we had a mentor that we were a mentee yeah so we were the mentor to a mentee a, a student who was graduating from college so she was a senior and this semester and um one of the questions she asked us was like yeah what would we tell her as someone who's like soon to graduate and like find a job in like the creative industry and we were like basically like just work really hard you know like in the sense of like put lots of hours in um I mean you don't have to see it as like just like tied to your desk and like just you know being a slave to your work but like it does take time like and the more time you can put into the work the like the more bad ideas and failures you're gonna come across and so it's like but then like at the same time you need to be able to step back and like kind of analyze like okay like now that I've created you know like I don't know hundred thousand hours I don't know how many thousands thousands of hours of work like what what do I just keep like keep being stubborn about the way I'm doing things or do I have to pivot you know like and it like for so for example for I did um, lettering for a long time when it was like really popular, obviously, and like, um, and it like it brought in some business and like I was starting to enjoy it. But then I realized like, was did I actually enjoy it for the sake of enjoying it, or like for the sake of like was I trying to like actually master the craft of lettering, or was it just a trend, or was it you know like how was I like bringing a new like perspective to it, and so I I realized that I wasn't actually like doing it for the sake of like this was like what I actually wanted to do so that means pivoting to maybe another direction you know like it doesn't mean like okay forgetting a lettering like completely like it still is in my design and my illustrations like I still understand letter forms and all of that but it's like how do I use that to like what's my best next step forward and like um I think I don't know if Ben talked about this in his episode like um he he was a children's book illustrator and like so for like a couple years he was like creating like all his portfolio work was all for children's books but what he was really he realized that he wasn't being able to tell his own stories and so it's like okay he put in like two three years of work into building this like whole like portfolio for like children's books but then like now like he realizes like if I need to tell my own story and not just illustrate other people's stories I need to start tell like either write my own children's books or do a graphic novel and for him it was a graphic novel so it's like sure you're putting your head down and like you're failing and you're like you have to like get better at your technique and try lots of different things but then how do you also take a step back and think about how do I pivot from here yeah so and I think um, community too can make a big impact and kind of like a soundboard of like oh yeah, like you're really good at these things or these things really impacted me. And I think that's a, mm-hmm. that's a great thing. I think especially if you're really, if you care about impacting people is like, does, does the work that I care about actually impact people? Or like, how is that like yeah. um, being and received? It, yeah. And it's like easy to think like, oh, all this stuff that like, sure, I dabbled in so many things and like, maybe I wasted time on them, but I don't think I ever wasted like, I don't, I, as long as you're keep, I don't know. 
I don't feel like you should ever. Don't be hard on yourself and like this time is wasted. I think it's wasted when you're not, when you're just sitting around and maybe, I don't know. There's times when you can just binge watch a show or whatever. You know, sometimes you need that. But then it's like, um, I think as long as, I don't know. I, there's, there's, time for, there's time for work, time for play, and time for relaxing. But then, like, anytime you're putting into it, it's not wasted. Thank you so much for listening this week. I hope each episode encourages you to lean into who you are as a creative and do work that matters. I'd love for you to subscribe and follow us along each week on this creative journey together. And if you love the podcast, I'd love for you to leave a review. It doesn't even have to have any words on it. Just a rating would be awesome. And until next week, stay obsessed.